This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, August 27, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. Newt Gingrich goes on national television and rejects cuts to Social Security. Mike Pence goes on national television and has trouble naming one government program he'd cut. If leading Republicans are serious about cutting government, why aren't they saying how they do it? J.P. Frere is associate editor of commentary at the Washington Examiner. He says the current GOP strategy of simply not being the other guys just isn't enough if the GOP wants a mandate to govern. The GOP has uh, very little credibility when it comes to being able to rein in government spending. Uh, for one thing, um, this is actually a, a pretty pretty great example. The Christian Science Monitor covered a a speech that uh, House Minority Leader John Boehner gave in Ohio, I think it was Ohio, um, and they had actually removed a, a very important word from a line where he said something along the lines of, "We can't, we can't uh, cut, sp- we shouldn't cut spending, we should cut irrational spending." Now, what he had actually said was, "We can't just cut spending; uh, we need to cut irrational spending," which is a, which is a good point. But the fact that people were willing to jump on this and start criticizing him as and I was I was in a room filled with people who who were sort of upset about this and they were beginning to demand answers because this is just the sort of thing he might have said, even if it, even if it wasn't it. Um, so uh, he um, so that that shows an example of how truly um, incredible these people are or uncredible. I'm going to learn the difference between those two words soon, I promise. There are lots of examples just in the last few months. Boehner has said that there's going to be some sort of blueprint that they're going to put out for spending uh, soon. But somebody like Mike Pence, who is uh, supposed to be very conservative, has been on TV a couple of times now Mm -hmm. and been asked to name spending cuts and has been largely unable to do so. Mm -hmm. Newt Gingrich has said that he won't cut Social Security. Has, mm-hmm. has, that's almost basically off the table as far as he's concerned. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's a two-year election cycle. Democrats have had a difficult time since '06, and maybe it's a perfectly reasonable calculation that the GOP is making. Well, the Republicans – it's also interesting that the Republicans are bringing this up right at election time. I mean if they were really serious about cutting spending, you'd think that they'd be – they'd have been talking about this for some time now. That is specifics on what exactly they were going to cut because they've been talking. We need to cut spending. We need to cut spending. But then you ask questions about what exactly are we going to cut and it doesn't seem like there's been any party line established whatsoever. The GOP has not put forward uh, a specific, any specific kind of plan uh, to, to roll back uh, spending in government. And and um, you have you have somebody like Paul Ryan uh, who comes forward with this great plan. Of course, it's uh, no one is no one would uh, say that it is perfect, um, but it is a plan. It's something that can be done. It's right there. It's already it's been proofread. I, I mean, it's in print, and uh, the House uh, leadership has not embraced it, and it's no surprise because it involves some political risk. And even at a time when most Americans are in the mood to cut the size of government, uh, it's funny that the reflex of of politicians is to promise more rather than less. Some Republicans have even taken some pains to step away from uh, Paul Ryan's plan. And also uh, some Republicans have taken pains to make sure that they get credit for whatever stimulus money gets spent in their districts, even though um, even though it's one of the one of the hobby horses of the right to talk about how awful the stimulus is. Credit is given to George Bush, significant credit to George Bush to help create the Tea Party movement because he was somebody who 
presided over years of spending. Mm-hmm. The, the people who were conservative, fiscally conservative Republicans in large numbers stayed home in 2006. Right. Uh, what's the bigger risk then? Well, I mean, he's also, he's also uh, to, um, to credit for setting the stage for things that, uh, that the Tea Partiers would, would get upset about. Um, for he's the he he's the one that put forward the idea for medicare uh medicare part d which set the stage for obamacare if you don't like obamacare well then you know what were you doing voting for republicans after they had done that um war that was another thing that bush was big on and it seems like president obama's big on it as well um so the the idea that uh president bush is is largely responsible for the tea party movement yeah i buy that what may be unfortunate here is that this actually is sufficient, uh, at least in a, t- in a two-year election cycle, to say we're not these people who have pushed an agenda that is dramatic in right. its increase in size and scope right. uh, of government. So we're, we, by definition, I guess we're the conservative ones who are only calling for maybe small regularly sized increases in the size and scope of government. Right, exactly. And, and it's funny because they don't exactly want to be elected as incrementalists. I mean, they, they they should be running as government cutters. They should all be taking a line from Chris Christie and say, no, we need to actually start putting our foot down and saying no to larger government. They're not doing that. And this creates a problem also for once they come into power, right? Uh, once they come into power, uh, if they have not run specifically on specific ideas, things that they are going to do, they're going to have the same kind of mandate problem that President Obama has had, where President Obama has said, well, I said all along that I was going to reform health care. And people go, well, you didn't say you were going to do this. Uh, he, he said, well, I said I was going to cut your taxes. And, and, and he wasn't specific how. And they're like, well, you actually raise taxes on cigarettes and other things. How? And Obamacare itself is sort of an excise tax. I don't understand. So uh, Republicans are digging themselves a hole because it's good to have clear goals so that when you accomplish them, people can give you credit for them. And also that when you accomplish them, people aren't ticked off that you didn't do them the way that they thought that you were, they were going to do. Here's here's another thing. Uh, in 1994, uh, the Republicans took over the House and the Senate uh, by making specific promises about what they were going to accomplish called the Contract with America. Now, a lot of people thought that this was absurd, that they would never be able to accomplish all of that. But within 100 days, a a lot of their items were complete. But in 2000, in 2001, Ed Crane uh, from Cato uh, actually said, actually, a majority of the programs that they said were going to be, were going to be cut out have actually been expanded. Um, and it shows that um, the, the natural force, the natural inclination of politicians is to expand government, even when they write in on a wave that says that they're going to cut it down. And th- those were even good times. Those were good economic times. It wasn't like, it wasn't like we had a recession as bad as we do right now. Um, so for um, so Republicans have more of an opportunity to do a sort of contract with America to put forward that kind of a plan, and for people to really want to do it and and support it as as they're trying to legislate it uh, than they ever did before. And it looks like they're squandering that opportunity. Is part of this the fact that while Republicans like Mitch McConnell and others claim not to get involved in primaries, that they actually do care about which Republicans win primaries and are actively trying to get more people? like them uh, elected to the House and Senate? They, they want people that are going to go along to get along and that uh, who are going to court them and try to get their endorsement. I mean, tell that to Marco Rubio, who uh, who did not have the um, 
did not have the uh, the support of uh, of Mitch McConnell when he first started out his campaign. That everyone thought that he was a long shot, and Charlie Crist was getting all of the the funding. And uh, turns out now Charlie Crist is running as an independent with all of the money that he was able to pick up from uh, Republicans that had su- initially supported him. J.P. Frere is associate editor of commentary at the Washington Examiner. You can read some real plans to cut the size and scope of the federal government at downsizinggovernment.org and cato.org.